It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. Socialization of transportation, education, energy, housing, and water. What it means is, is that government controls it through rules and regulations. The latest in politics and world affairs. Under this guise of bipartisanship and nonpartisanship, it's actually tapped down the truth. Today's current opinions and ideas. On an equal field in the battle of ideas, mistruths or misconceptions, and it is getting us into a world of hurt. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, valued, you have purpose. Today's drive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment, and thank you to the team that I work with. That's producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Jen, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Monday to you, producer Steve. (laughs) You're half right. It is Monday. (laughs) Mondays and I... Have, have always a love affair. Uh, well, love-hate relationship, but more <laughs> hate than love, I'll tell you that. Well, we're into it, and before you know it, it'll be Tuesday, because I cannot believe today is Halloween. Happy Halloween. I, I love it when the kids come to the door for candy. I just love it. <laughs> Another way that we are polar opposites. <laughs> <laughs> Although it truly is social... Uh, social uh, um, uh, uh, what am I? Socialism, you know. Don't, oh. I guess I guess you do have to do something. You have to say trick or treat, or you have to kind of earn the candy. But it, um, you don't have to do much. There are again the creativity, and I don't know if they're real or not. They're they're just made up to be a meme on on like Facebook. But great politicians' Halloween costumes uh, oh, yeah? they're being offered, and, and the one. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi cracked me up because it it tells you everything that that's inside the package and <laughs> included uh, denture adhesive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my, my! Speaking of that, yes. this is so odd. This attack on Paul Pelosi. There's just something very, very odd about this whole thing. Um, but, uh, you know, I was thinking about it. I'm, I'm glad he's okay. Uh, certainly, I'm glad he's okay. But it's just it's just questionable how somebody could get into the house of somebody that is the third most powerful person in, in America. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I find that uh, interesting. But I, I did think ab- about it that um, now there's going to be uh, not only gun control legislation that they're going to push forward, but hammer control. Oh, good. Uh, will will we ever get to the bottom of it? I am kind of thinking we won't, and the timing is suspect. I mean, here's another smoke screen going up. <laughs> Why? And uh, Susan Kochevar, she posted a picture yesterday of the quote unquote crime scene, and the it's a it's a glass door that's been smashed, but all the glass is outside. It's like if you're breaking into a house, the glass would go inside. Yes. Now that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Leave it to Coach Susan, of our to, yeah. you know, to find something. Yeah, she's going to be on like tomorrow, that. so we'll have to ask her about that. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe hopefully there'll be more info by yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's there's just something odd. The timing's odd. It's just odd. But uh, let's continue on here. Um, <clears throat> I didn't get. <clears throat> excuse me, Steve. I didn't get much weekend this weekend. 
Um, I had a good weekend, but I didn't get much weekend this weekend because uh, I ended up uh, you check. Well, we'll run through here. What we normally do is is uh, check out the website Kim Munson. That's m o n s o n dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get first look at our upcoming guests, as recent as well as our most uh, recent essays and podcasts. And uh, also, uh, you can email me at kim at kimmunson dot com. I am again behind. I did a pretty good job catching up, but I'm behind because <clears throat> I spent most of the weekend. Uh, responding to the rebuttal of the Douglas County School District regarding my uh, recommendation for no votes on the mill levy override property tax 5A, the uh, doubling of uh, Douglas County Schools debt that uh, would have to be paid off by property taxes as well. So that essay is on the website as well as Rick Turnquest's most recent essay. So all that is there as well as the voter's guide. Uh, We're coming into the the home stretch. And uh, as somebody said to me the other day, we've got to run through the tape here. And uh, we definitely do. But uh, I worked on my ballot yesterday. Did you? It's, yeah. it's nice and long. Huh? Everything is done except the judges. And I'll, I'll <clears> tackle <throat> that one probably tonight. But uh, when you read that language on the one that you just mentioned, the mill levy override, uh-huh. and you see the debt that they're willing to take on, it, it's... It's breathtaking, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. And particularly when we have all this stuff going on, high inflation, um, I mean, gas prices, grocery prices, uh, people are really getting squeezed. And uh, I, I don't think people are are ready to take on additional property taxes right now. We are, we're taxed plenty, Producer Steve. Well, if they knew what it, they knew what it really says and what its impact potentially could be, they wouldn't be for it. That is why you should check out my voter's guide. So, and uh, all you have to do, uh, we have all the recommendations there. You can print those off if you want. But if you want it more more in depth, just put in your name and your email address, and uh, Zach will send you links for both. Uh, we did some audio on it as well as the in depth version uh, that you can uh, print off as well. Uh, just wanted to mention yesterday, <clears throat> Don Morrison was our guest for America's Veteran Stories. Ninety seven years old, lives out in Lyman. And uh, he goes to work, still goes to work every day. He was uh, on the crew of a B-17 bomber. And that will rebroadcast this Sunday, 10 to 11 p.m., and then next Saturday, 10 to 11 p.m. So be sure and check that out. I did take time out. I probably spent 20 hours on that essay, just researching and responding. But I did end up doing something fun, and that was I went down to uh, Colorado Springs to the Broadmoor to the 60th anniversary gala for Summit Ministries, which is a tremendous organization. And Kirk Cameron was the keynote speaker, and he was, he's one of the best speakers I've ever heard. He was funny, uh, organized, knows what he's talking about, and uh, was really a great speaker. But he had this quote from Will Durant. And are you familiar with Will Durant at all? I know the name, but you okay. know, tell me more. Well, he was an American writer, historian, and philosopher, and he became best known for his work, The Story of Civilization, which contains 11 volumes and details the history of Eastern and Western civilizations. It was written in collaboration with his wife, Ariel Durant, and published between 1935 and 1975. And he was born in 1885. He died in 1981. And he said this, From barbarism to civilization requires a century. From civilization to barbarism needs but a day. 
I might say it actually just takes what, uh, how long's Biden been in uh, office? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Biden, you have a, a soundbite, don't you? Yeah, let me uh, get this ready. Get that uh, ready. Oh, so I changed screens. Hang on a second. Okay, not a problem. While you're doing that, um, I do want to say, um, extend my uh, sympathy to the family of Hugh McKean, who was the minority House leader here in Colorado, who died suddenly yesterday. And uh, sudden death is just, it's, it's, all, it's hard to believe. People are here one minute and they're gone the next. And uh, anyway, our, uh, our sympathy to his family for sure on that. And uh, are you ready for that soundbite? Yes, your favorite president, uh, you know, took a, made everyone take a a second look. He was, uh, once again, became the topic of discussion on social media for his latest gaffe. This time, the 79-year-old claimed that he campaigned in 54 states in 2018 to defend Obamacare. And it sounded something like this. And by the way, if they do, that means, not a joke, everybody, that's why we were defeated in, in 2018 when they tried to do it. We went to 54 states. I should have let that run a little longer because in the room, there wasn't any laughter. There was nothing but crickets. <laughs> 54 states. Yeah. Oh, my, 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 my. I need to get a new flag. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you do. Uh, maybe he's <clears throat> thinking about what his goal is, is to make uh, Washington, D.C. a state and Puerto Rico. A state. What, what other states could he be looking for? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, there could, you're right. There could be more to that than you know, we assume that, that it's just a gaffe, but maybe <laughs> there's some underlying thing. Yeah. Most definitely. So uh, interesting. Very, very interesting. So a couple of things I wanted to mention. This uh, Veterans Day is right around the corner. And there are two events this weekend that uh, I think are pretty important. The first is the USMC Memorial Foundation will be having a Veterans Day celebration this Saturday out at the Marine Memorial. It starts at 145, and I'll be there uh, and certainly uh, would love to have you join us. Uh, it is a, a time to stop and reflect about our veterans. And then um, up in northern Colorado, Solomon Martinez, uh, there is the Marine Ball on Saturday night as well, which I'm going to be going to. And we'll get more information here for you in just a moment. But those two things are going to be happening. And uh, let's see. What else do I need to mention? Let's just jump in. T- and Patty has had a whole bunch of COVID stuff on the outline. And I think a lot of people are kind of over COVID, except uh, corporations aren't over COVID. And, of course, uh, Jared Polis extended his uh, 30-day executive order for, uh, well, it's been going on for now over two and a half years, I think. And he extended that. But, um, Steve, you had an experience yesterday. You were in the grocery store, and uh, apparently corporations are not over COVID either. Well, okay. Uh, I, it came to my – I heard it once and about – Three or four minutes later, I heard it again. Another pitch to get your COVID shot here at this particular location, this particular store. And I thought, all right, obviously it's a money maker for them. I don't know that they are pro or con, uh, you know, COVID vaccine, but certainly it's a money maker for them. And again, they're pushing this every three to four or five minutes. There's an announcement on the intercom: make sure you, <clears throat> you get your your COVID vaccine. Well, or on, your booster. Well, and, and while over here, though, in Florida, the Surgeon General has recommended that uh, young men um, up to the age of 39, that they do not get the COVID uh, vaccine or boosters because 
there's been a what an 84 percent increase in uh, heart inflammation or myo- myocarditis. Correct, Steve? Yep, myocarditis, periocarditis. I'm, you know, my, my medical terminology is not up to snuff, but uh, yes, all kinds of uh, issues, and we and we get. I guess Patty puts the updated uh, bears report in mm-hmm. every week, and the numbers are still climbing for all the po- potential conditions. And myocarditis is one of the ones that they're tracking. And you know, it should be made it should be made uh, known that the bears report is a a crossover between the CDC and the FDA. That's their data. Yeah, but it's voluntary. Yeah, and so what that means is is for people or physicians to take the time to go in and actually put their reports in, there is probably additional uh, incidences of these different things. And uh, last week, Patty had reported that the, um, the, the, num- the number of people in the hospital uh, regarding COVID, uh, actually there was more vaccinated than unvaccinated. And you just have to sit and think, well, doesn't that mean the vaccine isn't isn't working and uh anyway not to read the actual numbers but like the conditions anaphylaxis bell's palsy miscarriages uh, myocarditis uh well i wouldn't even begin Mm -hmm. to read that word uh but you know these are not just you know a sniffle this is something serious right this is definitely serious we've got a really jam-packed show planned for you today i'm excited to have on the live with us when we come back yvonne paez and um, she and i were both at the marine usmc memorial foundation luncheon last week and uh, something actually and she mentioned it she called in on friday to talk about it and that was harmonic gate and it was something that uh, the keynote speaker um Navy SEAL Commander Rourke Denver talked about. And I said, you know, let's, let's do a segment on that. So she's going to be on the line here shortly to do that. And then uh, Ronnie Bell Sylvester in the third and fourth segment of the first hour, we'll be talking about property rights, water. And then in the second segment, Ted Misha and uh, Juliana Day will be in studio to talk about the declining role of churches in America and what that means. And so, uh, and also then we'll be talking with uh, Cora Madison with Roots Medical. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Inflation is rocking our boats, especially for individuals on fixed incomes. If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as the priority, and Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all of the benefits that come with a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. 
Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And at my website is my voter's guide. Uh, many now, many people now are starting to to look at their ballots, and uh, people can go to my website and get that voter's guide. We did a, a lot of research on it, and we hope it's a good tool to help you as you are completing your ballot. So many people have reached out regarding the judges. I don't really have a great answer on that yet. Uh, Terry Goon called in last week, and she's on one of the Judicial Review Commissions and said that there's a lot of work that goes into it. And so from that standpoint, uh, she'd recommend yes votes um, on them or to retain them. But I wish we could find out, and it's difficult, just where they all stood regarding these COVID shutdowns. And I don't have a good tool for that yet. So I think bottom line is I don't have an answer for you on that. But we did give you opinions on all the issues. On the line with me is Yvonne Paez, and she is one of the co-founders of uh, Perspectives 101. And uh, your colleague in that is Solomon Martinez, and he is organizing the Marine Corps birthday ball up at the Embassy Suites in Loveland this weekend. And if you want more information on that, uh, give Solomon a call. And his phone number is 970-214-5260. That's 970-214-5260. And Yvonne Paez, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning, Kim. And you'll be at the Marine Ball, correct? I will. Yes. I will. I'll be looking forward to seeing you. Let's jump right in here, though. You were at the USMC Memorial Foundation luncheon last week when Navy SEAL uh, uh, Commander Rourke Denver spoke. And there's something that that really, I think his, his speech really kind of connected with both you and I. So talk about Harmonic Gate. Okay. Um, yes, he uh, had some great stories. And, and one of them was centered about when he was young, and uh, he was a young wrangler, and he met what he called a real cowboy with serious wisdom and grit. And somehow there was um, this dog, I believe it was a coon dog, so I don't know if they were hunting or something, but he witnessed an unusual movement in the dog. He was a young man, and he asked the cowboy about it. And the cowboy replied, what you were looking at is harmonic gait, you know, and that's G-A-I-T, like a movement. Um, and he said it was the movement of the animal in the way he was intended to move comfortably in harmony with his intended purpose. And that stuck with him, and that stuck with him, but it didn't come back to him until many years later when, as a Navy SEAL, he was in battle, and he was calling for fire support and medics, et cetera, and what he calls managing the chaos that he realized what that harmonic gate really meant. And he understood at that moment that this managing the chaos was his harmonic gate, what he was built for. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And uh, it speaks to people being able to, to, to find the thing, that the gift, or, and, and it's a place where they are comfortable and where they're doing what they were intended to do. And I think it's really interesting when we find that um, for those of us that maybe have found it. And it is a revelation. It's not something that we can just go find. You know, it, it comes to us in what I think when we're, when we're doing what we do. 
Don't you think, Yvonne, because you and I talked about this offline, that, I mean, it's, it's a journey. Uh, what I think what you're doing now with Perspectives 101 and what we're doing here on, with the radio show and all that we're doing, it, it wasn't like we set out to do that. It's, it's sometimes I think it's this kind of, a, I, I think it's the, the, the divine pro, provider nudges us to do different things. And at some point in time, you're like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing at this particular point in time. But it, it's, it's a revelation. It's not, that, it's not something that is sought. It's something that happens, would you say? Absolutely. I think, I think you just get that moment. And it's a moment of calmness. You know, it's a moment of calmness while doing something significant and more often than not it's something you're doing when you're serving others that this moment reveals itself to you that this is indeed your purpose what you were supposed to do and it's interesting because it's something often that for somebody else you know would be incredibly strange or stressful or or difficult but in the moment of when you're doing it with that Zen, shall we say, it is, it's, it's this perfect harmonic gate. And that can come in any profession. Well, it really can. And so with uh, Commander Denver, uh, there was all this chaos going on around in this firefight. And when he, but he was there, he was working to manage the chaos. And there's so much chaos that's occurring now in, in America. But I see people stepping forward, stepping into what this chaos is, working to find order in all of that. So in that chaos, he was working to find order, even though things were, were, were very chaotic going on around him. And that, that's really occurring in America today, Yvonne. Absolutely. I mean, um, for those that are paying attention, it's an absolute train wreck. Yeah. And. You know, I, I can sit there and sort of laugh, but it's not, it's not funny, but it's one of those things where you either laugh or you cry. And as you as, as you said, our country is at war. It's a battle of ideas, and, and it's a battle for the very soul of our nation. And um, there's financial chaos, there's spiritual chaos, and you are correct when you say that we are called for this moment, like other people are called in their own, in their own professions or talents and gifts, and... Um, and we need to stand up as Americans with, you know, with each of our particular talents at work and not be afraid to look lies and ridiculousness in the face and call it out for what it is. It's divisive. It's destructive. It's a three-ring circus. And it's time. And we were, sorry, I spent 15 years outside of our country. And, and I know that when we do dumb things, the rest of the, the, rest of the world is laughing at just how, you know, silly for, for lack of a meaner term we can be and uh it's time to courageously use each of our different talents to pick up the pieces of a once great nation and put it all back together you know we are not a racist nation and we're not especially not systematically racist and while there has always been and perhaps will always be fringe elements of you know racists and criminals etc that is not who we are um this crime crime wave that's going on this is not who we are and I, for one, am sick and tired of listening to these false and divisive narratives. 
And if your listeners are too, then they need, you know, we all need to speak truth at every opportunity. Well, and a little truth goes a long way. Uh, and this, these chaotic voices have been, have been, um, when I say that the, the radical activists have been playing long ball, these voices to shut down truth have been going on for quite some time. And I, it, Yvonne, I was thinking about it today with this whole assault on our oil and gas industry. And as Rick Turnquist has talked about, and of course, um, we have Bob Boswell on regularly with Laramie Energy, um, regarding the foundation of our prosperous life has been reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant energy. And because of policy, there has been an assault on that. And I'm, I was thinking about it. These radical activists, they want us to be in the dark, turn our lights off. Actually, a little bit of light, when you light your home up, if you have um, timers on for your lights in the evening, that is one of the things that can deter crime. It's just a little bit of light. But they're working to make it so expensive that people will be in the dark. Our recent report that Patty had on the uh, on the um, outline was that uh, in the Northeast, because heating oil is going to be so expensive this winter, the uh, PBIs are recommending people have another blanket. Well, you know, when you're sitting in the cold in the dark, it's tough to be productive, Yvonne. And so there is right. this. And Go ahead. You're correct. And, and there, this is nothing that is happening to us. This is something that we are doing to ourselves with policies. I mean, the people running the policies are doing to ourselves. And the beauty of it is that it can all be reversed in a heartbeat. Yeah, some things take, you know, a few weeks or a few months to get going again and, and things, but it can be reversed as soon as we decide to. And that is why it's so important that we make the right decisions when we vote, because as we know, voting has consequences. And this is, what mm. it, this is one of those consequences. It, it is. It is. So what's your, we're just about out of time on this segment. This harmonic gate, I've thought about it a lot. You have as well. And it's, it's this purpose. It's this intention. It's this, um, it, it's um, working to be the best version of yourself. It's what I'm thinking. How about you, Yvonne? Yes, and I think I, I would close with saying that it is, don't go, don't worry yourself going looking for it or what is my purpose or anything like that. Just know, what is it that you do? Do it and do it with selfless service to others and you will see that it will reveal itself. Do your, do your gift, your talents for others, be other centered and it will reveal itself. Oh, Ivana, thank you so much. Um, I'll think about this all day. So, Yvonne Paez, how can people get more information about Perspectives 101? Um, they can email perspectives101.info at gmail.com. Perspectives101.info at gmail.com. It's early. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. Yvonne Paez, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. And we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Ronnie Bell Sylvester. And uh, she is, um, uh, you know, one of the foundations of America is property rights. And it is a hill that we have to protect. And it's been under assault. Uh, she's also an, an expert on water. Uh, and she's uh, going to be talking about both those things. So let's go to break. We'll be right back. 
The Metro home ownership real estate market is very tight right now. That's why Kim Munson recommends you have seasoned Remax realtor Karen Levine on your side of the table. Karen Levine will help you navigate through the many details of your home buying experience so that you can successfully pursue your American dream. Because Karen Levine cares about property rights for each individual, she volunteers hundreds of hours to represent home ownership opportunities at the local, county, state, and national levels. If you are considering buying or selling your home, call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. Are you concerned about the curriculum taught in government-run schools? Are you concerned about CRT and sexual indoctrination worldview agendas taught to your children in government-run schools? Are you concerned that your children are not receiving a quality education in the government-run public schools? Have you considered homeschooling but don't know where to start? Christian Home Educators of Colorado, or CHECK, has answers. You can homeschool. Go to check.org slash start. Kim Munson highly recommends Christian Home Educators of Colorado. Reclaim your child's education by going to chec.org slash start today. The ability to protect and defend yourself is your right. Having the knowledge and skills to protect yourself the correct and safe way is essential. At Franktown Firearms, they will equip you with both the tools and the skills. The team at Franktown wants you to learn how to build your confidence and improve your skills with the help of their trained experts. They will take the time to make sure you choose the right gun for you and teach you the necessary skills to carry it safely and securely. This holiday season, consider giving your loved one a firearm training course at Franktown Firearms. They offer one-on-one training or group classes depending on your comfort level and skill. You will find they are fully stocked with guns and ammunition at or below MSRP. You can be assured that you are providing a gift that will truly keep on giving and let your loved ones exercise their freedoms and rights safely and confidently. Visit klzradio.com slash franktown today to give the gift of freedom. That's klzradio.com slash franktown. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. On the line with me is Ronnie Bell Sylvester. Uh, She's a longtime activist in Colorado whose grassroots work stretches back to the 1960s. She's taken on unions, the EPA, the Department of the Interior, and the USDA for meddling in private property rights. And uh, she understands that private property is really foundational to the American idea. And she says the right to acquire and enjoy property is the very foundation of our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Private property rights and America's foundation are one. And she's helped people learn how to use statutes, state and U.S. constitutions to rein in federal government and defend one's property in her ongoing passion. Ronnie Bell Sylvester, welcome to the show. Good morning, Kim, and thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, It's great to have you. And property rights have been under assault 
almost since day one of the American founding. But why is this so important that people understand property rights? Well, property rights is what gives us our fuel and our food, actually, because in order to produce any any energy or any food, uh, you have to have property. And when that is denied, when you're denied use of that property, that jeopardizes everything. It jeopardizes our uh, the broad span is our national security. So it's really critical for us to have property in order to keep producing food and fuel. Pretty basic. And one of the things, as we've done the show, uh, that I'm concerned about is overtaxation, which uh, takes our property from us. What's your thoughts on that? Well, absolutely, overtaxation. And then you have things like the estate tax, which is is a... I think is usury because um, it's a tax on the tax. You've already paid property taxes. You've already paid taxes all the years that you've owned that property. And then for you to have to pay taxes again after you die is really uh, destructive to any family farm, for example, family ranch that wants to continue farming and ranching and producing food and, and so forth. Well, and that is actually one of the uh, tenets that Karl Marx had in his uh, Communist Manifesto is is uh, estate taxes. I mean, it's right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's very damaging, but what's actually, Kim, uh, perhaps, I don't know, equal to or maybe more so damaging is this denied use of the property. Um, the people who deny you use of your property are paid to do so, but our domestic resource providers, they're not paid to go to the Capitol and testify, to go to meetings, to try to stop any type of, of, uh, of uh, endangered species, uh, conservation easements. There's a litany of things that they come at you and attack you with that actually deny you use of your property. And our good farmers and, and ranchers and roustabouts, et cetera, they fail to factor in their downtime, and that eats into their, their profit margins considerably. When you consider that maybe even just one trip to Denver to the Capitol to testify uh, might cost a uh, rancher $200, out-of-pocket expense to try to deal with people who are paid to be there. Uh, it's part of their decapitalization plan anyway. I, I've seen that occur. And and so uh, I call them PBIs, politicians, bureaucrats, and interested parties, that they, <laughs> <laughs> that they use... Um, they use rules and regulations, bureaucracies, legislation, all these different things that uh, make it difficult for our oil and gas producers here in Colorado, as well as our farming and ranchers, farmers and ranchers. And ultimately, it's important that people in the front range understand that um, food doesn't just appear in the grocery store. It has to be produced, and it takes time, and it takes risk, and it takes um, money to make that happen. And we need to, we need to, <laughs> people need to understand that we need to protect property rights of our farmers and ranchers and our oil and gas producers. Uh, and I think, do you think people are starting to understand that, Ronnie Bell? I'm not really sure. We have been so disconnected from uh, resource production for so many decades now that 
I, I, I honestly can't understand that. I mean, uh, uh, I can't make an opinion on it because I honestly don't know. But hopefully maybe people are starting to learn the connection be- between, for example, uh, Joe Biden's ban on the Keystone Pipeline and the ripple effect of that will impact your food costs. Well, and Ronnie Bell, speaking of that, I was talking to a farmer just the other day, and and we'd had this on the headline, that there was, this was a few days ago, 29 days of reserve for diesel fuel. And uh, our truckers, um, uh, train uh, train engines, uh, combines, tractors, they all run on diesel fuel. And this is because of bad public policy. It's not because we couldn't have it. That's correct. Um, we have enormous reserves under our feet in Colorado and Wyoming and so forth and so on that if we were tapping into – I don't know. They say that there's an in, uh, there's an in, infinite supply of all of that, and so we should be utilizing that. And our ways of of uh, uh, getting that energy is pretty sophisticated and leaves little to no damage. I would guess that probably more people will will probably suffer uh, due to the ban, for example, on our resource providers then we'll die from, for example, fracking. In fact, I don't know of anybody that's ever died from fracking. Um, those those methods of mining uh, those resources are pretty doggone safe, and Colorado has some of the strictest uh, laws in the nation for that. And so, you know, I don't think that they're going to allow uh, that type of thing to poison our water or any of the claims that the eco criminals uh, spout out all the time? Well, I have done a lot of research on um, oil and gas fracking as well as the the, um, horizontal drilling, and it's so creative. And people need to realize that the people that work for oil and gas companies are our neighbors, uh, and they care about... Um, our land and and uh, safety and all that and 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 it really is. I, it's been a straw man now. As I look back over the last few years regarding COVID, we're seeing uh, reactions over in that arena of people that really have been getting hurt from that. So that's a different dis- discussion. But what happens is is these narratives are used to scare people, but the ultimate goal is to prevent um, producers from being able to use their property rights to produce energy and to produce food. And uh, we're, we're realizing that it's been a, a straw man argument uh, because ultimately it's about control of property. That's the whole bottom line. It is control of the property. And, of course, um, having looked at these uh, this whole lay of the land, so to speak, for the past oh, maybe 15, 20 years, um, the the you you wonder what is the circle back and so now i guess i'm kind of entertaining uh the thought that perhaps uh it all circles back to making sure that we become dependent on china and russia for our food and fuel i know that's kind of a broad sweet claim but i mean how how else would you explain the one belt one road the new silk road and those types of things and all of the um actions that this administration is taking that always seem to go back down that same path. 
And when you consider that China's buying up a lot of ag land and so forth and so on, and um, it's just really, it's really a full armor attack on property rights. Well, and uh, this whole thing with China buying up uh, ag land, uh, up in North Dakota, they, they purchased land near one of uh, our strategic bases. And one has to ask why. So, Ronnie, Ronnie Bell, I have to ask you this. From a property rights standpoint, so let's say that, well, first of all, you alluded to it, that farmers and ranchers, upon the death of the farmer, the estate taxes may be so high that it forces the heirs into possibly having to sell the farm in order to pay the taxes. There's something super wrong about that. But let's say that a farmer puts his land up for for sale and the Chinese or a Chinese corporation or a China, front for a Chinese corporation comes in and is willing to pay top dollar and, and actually pushes all of the other buyers out, there's the argument that the, the property owner, the farmer, should be able to sell his property at the price that he wants to. But yet, we have this question about national defense and national security. How would you address that, Ronnie Bell? You can't begrudge anyone from selling their property, but you do, it's really imperative to inform them as to um, the little, well, let's just use water for an example. You can't begrudge a water rights owner from selling their shares, but they need to know that, for example, if the uh, buyer puts the price on the consumptive use and buys the consumptive use that if there is no dry-up covenant clause in that contract, the seller has the right to use the margin between the consumptive use and the allotment quantity. And they're not made in, they're not made aware of this. And this is really insane with land. If you understand excuse me, what all of the um, the problematic areas might be, then you can make an informed sale. But what they kind of do is they on land is they kind of like to come in and triage. Uh, they'll put in conservation easements around the ranch, for example, and then just choke them out. And it, there's just all kinds of ways that they get the land um, without paying the full price and so forth and so on. But I just think that estate tax needs to be vanished completely. Absolutely. Totally agree with you on that. Ronnie Bell, let's go to break. I'm talking with Ronnie Bell Sylvester, and she is an expert on property rights. And she's been an activist here in Colorado, grassroots activist for many, many years. So we're going to go to break. Before we do that, though, two things. Veterans Day is right around the corner. And this weekend, a couple of different events that are, are just going to be great. The first is 145 out at the USMC Memorial Foundation. Or, excuse me, out at the USMC Memorial out at 6th and um, Colfax. There will be an event in honor of Veterans Day. That's the Saturday, 145. And then uh, 5 o'clock up in Loveland at the Embassy Suites, there will be is the um, Marine Ball, 
uh, celebrating the 247th birthday of the Marines. And uh, uh, let's see, I'll get the phone number for you when we come back. I thought I had it. Oh, here we go. You can uh, reach out to Solomon Martinez to get more information. And uh, that phone number is, hold on just a second. I had it a minute ago. It's 970-214-5260, 970-214-5260. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Ronnie Bell Sylvester. Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. Abortion rights across the country are under attack. Is it really, though? Abortion is not a right. Abortion is not care. God created life and has intended for us to begin our life in the womb. Life is a protected right, and the purpose of government is to protect all lives. We cannot create a new right meant to end a life. They can't dictate what rights we deserve. That's not how America works. We must have the right to govern ourselves according to God. We need to keep God on top. We need to vote smart, vote Republican. Vote for Maria Fernandez for State House District 3. She will fight for your right to stay free and protect our children. Paid for and approved by Marla Fernandez Campaign. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. On the line with me is Ronnie Bell, Ronnie Bell Sylvester. She's an expert regarding property rights. Property rights are foundational to the American idea. Property rights are foundational to everyday people being able to uh, go after their dreams, pursue their happiness, their in their life and their liberty. Ronnie Bell, uh, in the last segment, you mentioned water. And um, they say out here in the West that uh, whiskey's for drinking and water's for fighting. And uh, with us being in a drought right now, uh, that is probably truer than <laughs> than I'd like to admit. But water, we've got a, a situation. Uh, Producer Steve had been down in the San Luis Valley, and uh, the person that owned the, the B&B where they were staying uh, said, where are you from? He said, Denver. And she said, oh, well, Denver, there's were a couple of suits down here uh, the other day, and they're trying to buy our water. What's your thoughts on that, Ronnie Bell? I mean, again, you can't begrudge anybody from selling their property, but they have to make an informed decision. And um, the any time you sell your water, you need to know these things very, very clearly. <clears throat> know these things, and that is number one: they the the seller, excuse me, the, yes, the seller never sets the price. It's the buyer who sets the price. And the buyer can really devaluate your consumptive use by claiming, for example, that if you have a high water table, you don't need as much water and therefore it's valued at such and such. So it would be my recommendation that a seller, first of all, say, okay, I will sell you my consumptive use, but 
I retain the right to use that margin between the consumptive use and the allotment quantity. I think that that's probably what's being traded on Wall Street and so forth and so on is that margin. And I also know that they, the buyers will buy the consumptive use, put a dry-up covenant clause in there, preventing the seller from ever using that margin. So if they're going to do that, they should instruct the buyer to remove any, any mention of a covenant dry-up clause and they would sell just their consumptive use alone and, re- and continue using that margin. Now, if they sell their allotment quantity, which, you know, they can do that too, then that's it. It's game over. They can no longer use that water. But here's kind of the interesting part. The, um, the delivery has to stay. You cannot, for example, if an upstream uh, early a water share owner uh, sells their water rights, that the, that the lower end has to continue their delivery. The, excuse me, the state engineers has, has to continue delivery to all of the pre-existing water share owners. They can't just say, oh, you know, they're, you know there it goes, and so we're not going to be able to continue delivering. And there's an... Um, now, that's what I would recommend to the San Luis uh, Valley uh, water share owners is that they be really careful about the deal that they make with these buyers and just, boy, hold, hold them to, the, to that, that consumptive use margin between that and the allotment quantity. Boy, it's complicated. I'm trying to follow you on it, Ronnie Bell, but I don't – I mean, it's very, very complicated – from the big picture here is at least what I see is the San Luis Valley could dry up and I, there's there's food production down there yes ultimately we could be messing with our our food supply mm-hmm. although you have a farmer there that I mean it's difficult it's a risky business they want mm-hmm. they want to make money take care of their families I mean it's a it's a tough it's a tough issue Ronnie Bell well it is a tough issue but when you put water to beneficial use, you're given two things. You're given the date of appropriation, and you're given an allotment quantity. And regardless of what you do later to supplement up to, but not to exceed your allotment quantity, you have that, that stays with you into perpetuity, or whoever ends up with those water shares. It stays into perpetuity. If, for example, you put water to beneficial use in 1870, and then maybe later on you pop a well or whatever in 1920 or something like that, your 1870 date stays. That never, ever leaves you, and your allotment quantity never, ever leaves you. The problem we have in Colorado right now is that our state engineers are not administering water in prior appropriation and have kind of turned the whole thing upside down, inside out. Uh, so nobody really knows anymore who's on first. If they had adhered to the law of prior appropriation, yes, we would have uh, problems due to the to the climate and so forth and so on. But we wouldn't have the man-made problems that the failure to administer in prior appropriation. What about you talk about man-made problems, and it seems like the um, remember two forks. Uh, water uh, water storage mm-hmm. proposal 
and the enviros were all over that. Mm-hmm. And it never happened. And so the mm-hmm. enviros, the radical activist enviros, ultimately have been shutting down good planning, not only of of water, but of, of our forests across across the spectrum. And again, it's not because they care about the environment. It's because it's because of control, I think, Ronnie Bell. Oh, yeah. They're just little soldiers for the control freaks. That's, you know, they're kind of like the front men for... Uh, uh, kind of paving the way to just basically deny, again, to deny use of the property. That's that's what the wolves are for. That's what the excess feral horses are for. That's what the conservation easements are for. And on and on and on is just to simply deny people use of their property while they uh, decapitalize the owner and put them in a position of being financially, mentally, physically exhausted. And they give up. They just throw up their hands because they have, you know, the uh, the, the eco people have the, basically because they've gotten in bed with the government so thoroughly, they enjoy the entire DOJ plus paychecks to go out and do these things while, again, our resource providers have to protect themselves on their own dime. Right. Nobody's protecting our resource producers. Right. Right. And... and uh, <laughs> I can't remember who it was who had had talked about this, but the enviros sue. They receive settlements. Then they are able to take that money, and and, and many times they receive settlements because an oil, you know an oil company doesn't want to fight it. But then they receive those settlements. They use that money then to go out and just perpetuate uh, what they've been doing. And it's it's a it's a cozy deal that they've set up with government because rather than fighting it, government just automatically settles, and that's EJA. And so they, the eco-criminals can put in billable hours at $800 an hour and so forth and so on, and, and they, they know they're going to get that settlement. So it's just a sue and settle, sue and settle, and they've really enriched uh, their groups uh, immensely by this little method. I, I don't recall Karen Bud Fallon at one time had the numbers on FOIA and the EJA, and um, it's pretty significant. It is pretty significant. Uh, Ronnie Bell, we're going to have to continue this conversation on property rights because it is foundational to the American idea. We've got a couple of minutes left. How would you like to button this up in our number one? Just inform people to please know what they're getting into when they sell their land or their water. Please know what you're getting into, and please be considerate of your neighbors. Um, and don't don't react out of desperation. You know, try to, to make a really informed decision, and make sure you know exactly what you're giving away. Uh, most definitely. And and one other thing, I'm just going to make a note is government is through economic development offices, and there's uh, local and county and state, uh, they continue to make deals with different corporations uh, under the guise of economic development, bringing people to the front range. But there seems to be no planning on the effect of what that's going to be, all these apartment buildings that are being built. That uses a lot of water. That uses a lot of resources, Ronnie Bell. Well, there's going to be an awful lot of vacant new subdivisions because they're not going to be able to get that water in there. And, uh, uh, you know, they're going to have to make a decision. Do they want to be able to feed the people who live here already, or do they want everybody to starve and freeze to death because they don't have any fuel to get anywhere? 
You know, <laughs> that's the question. When we look at these public policies, I, I wonder. And that is why this election is so important that it's coming up. And uh, you can check out Rick Turnquist's essay at my website, Vote Republican. Ronnie Bell, Sil- uh, Sylvester, we will get you back on the show to continue this important conversation about property rights. Thanks, Kim. I appreciate it. Uh, most definitely. And our, our quote for the end of the show is from Will Durant. And uh, he said this, a great civilization is not conquered from without until it has destroyed itself from within. The essential causes of Rome's decline lay in her people, her morals, her class struggle, her failing trade, her bureaucratic despotism, her stifling taxes, and her consuming wars. So my friends, today be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you. God bless America. Stay tuned for hour number two. It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important story. Socialization of transportation, education, energy, housing, and water. What it means is is that government controls it through rules and regulations. The latest in politics and world affairs. Under this guise of bipartisanship and nonpartisanship, it's actually tapped down the truth. Today's current opinions and ideas. On an equal field in the battle of ideas, mistruths or misconceptions, and it is getting us into a world of hurt. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show, hour number two. Thank you so much for listening. You're each treasured, valued. You have purpose. Today, strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, you were made for this moment. Thank you to the team, producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Jen, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Monday to you, producer Steve. Well, you're partly right, but your your <laughs> guests have set me straight yes. on how to get my act together on a Monday, so uh, oh. I stand corrected. Okay, we have two guests in studio here for our number two, Juliana Day, a great friend. Great to have you here. Thank you so much for the invitation. It's always a pleasure for me to be here. And uh, you're busy, so we're going to talk about uh, a lot of the things that you're doing. Uh, but the, the overarching subject is, is the role of churches and the declining role of churches. I know this is something that's on your heart, Juliana. Um, it, definitely. It's been in my heart for a while. I think it's, uh, it's a subject that we shouldn't be uh, avoid talking about it. I think if, um, especially with Prop 115, there was a realization that the churches, especially the, some of the, the pastors, didn't want to get involved. And there were um, different um, ways they were trying to address the issue, and sometimes they didn't want to talk about it at all. Interesting. Yeah. So um, there were so many volunteers in during Prop 115 campaign that were reporting back to me, letting me this know that... was a couple that, of years ago, right? That was couple, uh, a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Just to refresh the, um, the listeners, what Prop 115 was about is um, it was to ban late-term abortion. Mm-hmm. I was a sponsor of that proposition, and part of that strategy was to reach out to the church. Mm-hmm. And so many volunteers, they were you know, mm-hmm. in their hearts and to talk to pastors mm-hmm. about this issue that is so critical for so many. Mm-hmm. And um, 
whether you are pro-choice or pro-life, you cannot deny that uh, when they are trying to pass uh, or at that, at that moment, the, um, uh, the situation in the state mm-hmm. of Colorado was to have abortion until mm-hmm. the very moment of birth. So there was not a specific law that was addressing the issue mm-hmm. of abortion. So we developed, no, we, we built mm-hmm. the message and um, the language of the proposition, and it was just to ban mm-hmm. late-term abortion. Right. So, but uh, the idea was to um, reach out to churches because it, it just so the role of a church is so important because. Uh, uh, most of the teachings of the Bible, the ethical mm-hmm. teachings, it has to they have to do with, uh, Li- with life and yeah, creation. Life and, so uh, let's get to that. We're going to spend a lot of time on that okay. in segments two and three. So it's great to have you here, Juliana. Well, thank you so much. And Ted Misha, uh, this is also an important subject to you. And so it's great to have you here as well. Well, thank you. Likewise, I love being here. Yeah, and so I was one of the volunteers that uh, helped Juliana in Prop 115, and one of my jobs was to call churches, and we vetted them first to see that they were relatively conservative Uh in doing so, and I called over 700 churches, and only one out of 20 was willing to even mention the fact that Prop 115 existed. It, it, it's 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 rather remarkable, and so that's why we're going to talk about the role of churches because the role of pastors and churches they were involved at our very founding, so we'll talk about that. So Ted Mish is in studio as well as Juliana Day, and um, before we get over here to Cora Madison with Roots Medical, a couple of things. I have great sponsors. Hooters Restaurants is a great sponsor of the show as well, and they have five locations: Loveland, Aurora, Westminster, Lone Tree, and Colorado Springs. And they have all kinds of specials. Um, and uh, throughout the week, they have hamburger specials, uh, Monday through Friday, as well as uh, luncheon specials and uh, uh, happy hour specials. So great place to get together with friends. Uh, and they become sponsors. It's a really interesting story. It's a story about capitalism and free markets and freedom. So check that out at my website. Uh, and our quote for today. Uh, I, I was very busy this weekend. I spent a lot of time on my essay regarding these tax increases that are on the ballot in Douglas County for uh, the school district. So you can find that at my website as well as my voter's guide. Uh, but I did make it down to Colorado Springs for Summit Ministries' 60th anniversary gala. And uh, um, Kirk Cameron was the keynote speaker, and he was really entertaining. But uh, he uh, had quoted Will Durant. And uh, Will, William James Durant was an American writer, historian, and philosopher. He became best known for his work, The Story of Civilization, which contains 11 volumes and details the history of Eastern and Western civilizations. It was written in collaboration with his wife, Ariel, and published between 1935 and 1975. Forty years. Just think about working on that for 40 years. He was born in 1885, died in 1981. And he said this. And I think it's appropriate for what we're going to be talking about here regarding abortion. But from barbarism to civilization requires a century. From, civili- from civilization to barbarism needs but a day. We'll chaw on that for, the, for a while. So, uh, Before we go to break, though, uh, Cora Madison is on the line. Great sponsor of the show is Roots Medical. That's R-O-O-T-S Medical, getting to the root of your health. And uh, Cora Madison, welcome. Hi, good morning. It's great to have you. And I know you all are busy over there. You uh, have uh, added a pediatrician, so you have pediatric care as well. But we're getting into cold and flu season. um, And our, uh, let's see, RSV, is that that right? Um, The respiratory things? You're seeing a surge in that, right, Cora? Yeah, we're seeing a surge in RSV in kids right now. Um, And it's 
not uncommon, right? If kids are starting to get a virus, then parents and grandparents are also getting it. And respiratory, it's respiratory syncytial virus. So it's a virus that's been around for a long time. Um, but in kids, it can cause more severe symptoms from, well, it can cause cold-like symptoms to more severe, like bronchiolitis, inflammation of the small airway of the lungs for kids. And then for adults, it can cause just cold-like symptoms and then progress to pneumonia. So it's, it, we're seeing the full gamut of it right now from just the cold-like symptoms to the more progressive symptoms. Well, and what can people do to, first of all, try to prevent it? Well, it's cold and flu season. So first off, one, good hygiene, right? Like washing our hands when we're in public, like when you're when you go home. Uh, one thing that you can tr- you can do, especially if you know you've been around sick people, is you can get a bottle of Zycam or even nasal saline and rinse your nose when you get home to try and rinse out the nasal <laughs> the, your nasal passage to flush the virus. You can also start taking vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc. There's some great immune supplements out there or even an elderberry. I know I give my kids an elderberry chew every morning just to help boost their immune systems as they're going to school. Okay. Now, I know with kids that uh, it can get serious and they can end up in the hospital. So it's it's nothing to really mess around with, right, Correct. Cora? No, and it, it especially for parents with infants. I've had a lot of my friends with infants calling me. Um, it it can be very scary because I know my four month or my baby when she was four weeks old had it, and it was very scary because all that phlegm can get caught in their airway. Have they can have trouble breathing? They might need supplemental oxygen here in Colorado. So it can be very serious, especially for infants. Okay, um, what else should people know know about it, Cora? Well, early action is always better, right? So boosting our immune systems, helping our kids be healthy, that's the best thing that we can do. And once we can get our immune systems boosted, that's the best thing that we can do to help try and prevent these things. Okay. Staying healthy. Okay. How can people get more information about Roots Medical, Cora Madison? If you want to find out how to get down to the roots of your medical problems, just contact us at rootsmedical.net. And I also want to give a shout-out with Matt Dark with Roots Medical. He has his own show on KLZ now, and Monday, Tuesday, yep. Wednesday at 9 to 10 a.m. So he'll be in studio this morning with his uh, new show. Pretty excited about that, Cora. Yep, I'm excited for him, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Cora Madison, thank you so much, and that's rootsmedical.net. We will talk to uh, one of you next week, so thanks so much. Great. Have a great day. Okay. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we will be talking with Juliana Day and Ted Misha regarding the declining role of churches in America. Serious subject. Stay tuned. The Metro home ownership real estate market is very tight right now. That's why Kim Munson recommends you have seasoned Remax realtor Karen Levine on your side of the table. Karen Levine will help you navigate through the many details of your home buying experience so that you can successfully pursue your American dream. Because Karen Levine cares about property rights for each individual, she volunteers hundreds of hours to represent home ownership opportunities at the local, county, state, and national levels. If you are considering buying or selling your home, call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. 
Inflation is rocking our boats, especially for individuals on fixed incomes. If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Myra Mesco doesn't believe in fairy dusting formulas. That's why her skincare company, Botanical Rush, only formulates with powerful potencies for visible results guaranteed. Your skin is like a sponge, and it easily absorbs nutrients as well as chemical toxins. So picking the right product for everyday use is crucial to your skin's health. The all-natural, professional skincare products at Botanical Rush are free from synthetic dyes, estrogen mimickers, petrochemicals, manufactured fragrances, and parabens. Your skincare sets the tone of the day. So begin with clean formulas that are kind to your body. Myra and her team believe in using empowering nutrients at professional strength to support the skin's radiance at fair, affordable prices. Start your day with a fresh face and honest formulas from Botanical Rush. Set up a consultation with Myra Mesco to discuss your skincare needs. Email her at info at botanicalrush.com to schedule an appointment today and use the exclusive Kim Monson discount at botanicalrush.com, code KIM15 for a 15% discount on first-time orders. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Go to my website. Uh, We have our voter's guide on the issues for We the People. Uh, We did analysis on the 11 issues on the state ballot, as well as some of the local issues. You can get that at my website. We have a one-page recommendation, but if you want the complete analysis, just put in your name and your email address, and Zach will send you both the uh, downloadable, printable version, as well as one with some audio. Uh, in the first hour, we talked with Yvonne Paez. She was at the USMC Memorial Foundation luncheon uh, last Wednesday, which I had the great honor to MC. And just to note, the USMC Memorial Foundation will be hosting a Veterans Day event this Saturday, 145, out at the Veterans uh, Memorial at 6th and Colfax. Uh, but uh, Commander, former Navy SEAL Commander, Rourke Denver talked about Harmonic Gate, and Yvonne and I had a conversation about that regarding uh, in the first hour. But Christy Whaley was also at the luncheon, and she texted me. She said, interesting conversation with Yvonne regarding Harmonic Gate. My point in mentioning it last week was that under communism and socialism, it's difficult, if not impossible, to find and express your Harmonic Gate. And uh, I think that she really nails that. So let's get into the discussion here. Juliana Day is in studio, as well as Ted Misha. And uh, Ted, I think I'll go to you first, because uh, you'd reached out and said, we need to have a conversation about the declining role of churches in America. And it is important. So where do you want to start with this, Ted? Well, going back to what I was saying earlier with regards to the pastors and the churches and not, not being willing to talk about political issues, it didn't matter what political issue is after, you know, after some time I found that out. Um, but there's reasons for that, and, and oftentimes they're 
uh, not comfortable talking about those things because almost all of them are, are tax-exempt, their 501c3 status. And they believe that talking about those things may get them in trouble with the IRS. That's, that's one aspect of it. But also, uh, they're worried about what their, their congregation is going to be thinking about you know, the, those political issues. And if they're not on the same side, then maybe they'll leave or they won't contribute to the church. And they have issues with that. And so they're a little bit scared. Uh, but in the end, I think that, you know, fearing God is, is a higher priority than fearing the government or, or, or fearing your congregation. Mm-hmm. You really have to be on God's path. And the term fearing God, is it's not really to be afraid, afraid right? is it? So yeah. it, explain that just a little bit. Yeah, it has more to do, oh, geez, what are the right words for that? Um, Respect, uh, acquiesce to his will. Um, yeah, and, and, and even more than that, there's there's a lot to it. And, and actual fear, being afraid no. of God, is not necessarily a part of that. Uh-huh. I'd heard a sermon on that that had been very good, and I, it's kind of... I can't. I can't bring it up exactly what they yeah. said, but it's not. It's not like fearing the government that something bad is going right. to happen to you. Right. It's. Uh, it's a. Um, it, it's a. It's an understanding of who God is and what His will is, and, and the relationship you have, and that you. relationship with with Christ for sure. Juliana Day, you have been tireless uh, since I really have met you. This this thing of, of protecting life. And we talk about, I talk about the narrative all the time. We've been in a battle of narrative. But um, the opposite of life is death. The opposite of uh, chaos is order. The opposite of creation is destruction. And so this has been on your heart for quite some time. And Prop 115 was uh, a proposition that you got on the ballot uh, regarding uh, late-term abortions. So it basically said after was it 26? 22. 22 weeks that abortion would not be legal in Colorado. But now through this legislature and this governor, a baby can be aborted right up until they're in the birth canal. It's it's unbelievable. It is. It is. And um, people um, know that uh, there are two, well, there's mainly one particular issue that is very, very close to my heart, and it's the the protection of babies, the protection of babies, the protection of children. That's why when uh, the first time that I started taking up these challenges in uh, in the state of Colorado was when uh, I learned about the sex education, that they were trying to hypersexualize the kids and uh, uh, in public schools. And so with the issue of abortion, that is such a critical issue because uh, um, most of the discussions that we have, especially the teachings of the, um, the Bible, it, they have to do you know, with um, these critical issues, like the issue of abortion, like the issue of um, transgenderism, like the issue of poverty. All those issues are very important to have a discussion about. Um, as an activist, because, uh, you know, I've been going around the state, up and down the state, and uh, just lately giving presentations. Do you, do you have a favorite county since um, you've been to all of them? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I, I love them all because they have different different ways. Uh, just uh, they 
they live and uh, it's just beautiful. The state of Colorado is such an incredible state. But I just uh, being an activist, uh, they give me firsthand all that uh, the feedback from the community. And uh, just to hear directly from women being affected by the issue of abortion is just devastating. And, uh, and just to learn uh, how much they suffer mm-hmm. after having an abortion. So I have um, many times cried with these women. I know that uh, the pain is so mm-hmm. real. And in fact, just testifying at the state capitol many times and just addressing those issues. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to now that we're discussing the, the role of the church, mm-hmm. I think they, it creates so many opportunities um, for pastors to address an issue so critical like the issue of abortion and life in general mm-hmm. and uh, to reach out to those women that are suffering so much because of uh, having an abortion. Mm-hmm. You know, Juliana, what I've learned as I've watched this, that there is this great lie by the abortion, I'm going to call it the abortion industrial complex. Mm -hmm. And women are told lies when they find themselves in an unplanned pregnancy. It can be scary. And the abortion industrial complex seems to move in. And before they know it, a decision is made. And then, then there is. There's pain. There can be physical pain, but heart pain. And I think since we're talking about churches, it's important that women understand that through Christ, all is forgiven. And I think that's an important message. And I know that you have have worked with many women to bring healing after this and let them know that that guilt can be forgiven. It can go away. Yes, That's the main emphasis that I put, especially through my organization, Life Decisions. And uh, even during Prop 115, I was always telling the volunteers that there were three main points for us, for all of us, uh, as we address the issue of abortion. Love, compassion, no judgment. Because uh, those women who had abortions are suffering a Mm -hmm. great deal. And I haven't found not even one woman that is uh, was proud of having an abortion. There's a, a lot of pain, and I think uh, we have to discuss this from um, the position that even though the ones that had abortions, uh, they, there's power in forgiveness. And that the Lord is a Lord of mercy, a Lord of love, and uh, it's... Uh, they can you know, go to different organizations that bring that process of healing, that mm-hmm. help them mm-hmm. with the process of healing. That's the main reason, too, with the Prop 115, there were uh, two things that I learned. Number one, in the state of Colorado, a lot of people have no idea about what is happening uh, with, regarding this issue, that there's uh, that already this uh, administration passed a law, the Reproductive Health Equity Act, that allows abortions until the moment of birth that is totally unrestricted. They even took away the parental notification so that child can have an abortion without the parents um, knowing what is happening, leaving, of course, the doors open even for sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. So all this stuff is just so critical to provide information about this issue to the communities. And that's the reason why in um, life decisions uh, we are going across the state um, 
doing presentations about the reality mm -hmm. of abortion, and I'll do it with two doctors that are experts on this issue. And I also created an app, the Life Decisions Resource app, that no matter what the problem a woman is facing, a woman and a man too, uh, you're going to find it in the app. And, okay. um, so there's an app, it's Life Decisions and there's resource. a resource. Life Decisions Resource. Okay. Yeah. And, and the website? Uh, well, it's, it's an app. You can oh, actually, it's an app. It's okay. an app. You can actually download it. it. I got it approved by Google and Apple, and it's amazing that uh, okay. yeah, life, we have it already. Okay. Life Decisions Resources. Yeah. And Decisions is with an S? Yes, okay. Life Decisions Resource, uh, just without the S. Resource. Let me just add yeah. that really any reason that a mom could want to have an abortion, the solution is in that application. Okay, okay. So, Ted, you've worked with uh, Juliana through i'm through for many years yes and uh you this whole thing regarding churches i have to say i was very frustrated through covid uh that churches capitulated and again it's this fear of losing their license or their um 501c3 status we have got to be bold america was founded with churches that were bold. And you and I both have, uh, know about the Black Robed Regiment, oh, yeah. so talk about that a little bit. Yeah, the Black Robed Regiment is a fantastic story that's no longer taught in the schools anymore, unfortunately. So back in the Revolutionary War times, just before the Revolutionary War, uh, people were seeing similar things as what we see today. You know, the British Army was coming into towns and burning businesses and closing businesses and schools and churches. Like deciding which ones were essential and not? Exactly right. <laughs> burning the farmlands. They, and, and the soldiers even to the point where they were raping women and children. It was horrendous. And the people in the country had no idea what to do. They were meeting in small groups in the various colonies and talking about what was happening. But they didn't have their own military because the British were their military. And so they were, they were stumped. They really didn't know what to do. And at one point, I believe it was in Lexington, the British, and by the way, the British were the elite. They were the, the world's greatest military in all of human history. They were like the Navy SEALs of their time. Mm -hmm. So 700 of them came into the town of Lexington, and uh, they were there to cause problems. And uh, one, of the, one of the church pastors decided, that's it. We're done. We're going we're to take a stand here today. So he gathered 73 of his men from his church. And these were not soldiers. These were just farmers and just regular people. They didn't have military equipment. They didn't have any strategies or leadership. They just had their pastor. And, uh, and they stood against 700, 73 against 700. And uh, the British fired on them and killed a bunch of them. At that point, most people would think, well, they lost. But they didn't. They retreated to the next town, to Concord. And, uh, and they told the other churches what had happened there. And they grew from 73 to 300. That's not, a, that's not a loss. That's a victory. Once again, the British came, fired on them, killed a bunch of them again. They retreated again to the next town, and they grew to 3,000. So the British named them, named them the Black Robe Regiment because the pastors were wearing black robes. So the very first military uniform was the black robes of the pastors in those towns. Do you remember, I'm trying, the name is escaping me now, but the pastor in one of the churches, and he had his, his robe on, and uh, he gave his sermon, and it was from Ecclesiastes, there's a time to, for peace, a time for war, and he says, and now is the time for war, and he took his uh, black robe off, underneath he had his uh, officer's uniform from the Continental Army and said, you know, who's with me, and people 
got up out of church and marched out and, and went to fight the British. Do you remember? I can't remember his name. I was I trying don't to find. Know. I was trying to find it, but I don't, maybe I'll find that during break. Let's go to break. In studio with me is uh, Juliana Day and Ted Misha. We're talking about the role of churches in America. Stay tuned. Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. Are you concerned about the curriculum taught in government-run schools? Are you concerned about CRT and sexual indoctrination worldview agendas taught to your children in government-run schools? Are you concerned that your children are not receiving a quality education in the government-run public schools? Have you considered homeschooling but don't know where to start? Christian Home Educators of Colorado, or CHECK, has answers. You can homeschool. Go to CHECK.org start. Kim Munson highly recommends Christian Home Educators of Colorado. Reclaim your child's education by going to chec.org slash start today. The ability to protect and defend yourself is your right. Having the knowledge and skills to protect yourself the correct and safe way is essential. At Franktown Firearms, they will equip you with both the tools and the skills. The team at Franktown wants you to learn how to build your confidence and improve your skills with the help of their trained experts. They will take the time to make sure you choose the right gun for you and teach you the necessary skills to carry it safely and securely. This holiday season, consider giving your loved one a firearm training course at Franktown Firearms. They offer one-on-one training or group classes depending on your comfort level and skill. You will find they are fully stocked with guns and ammunition at or below MSRP. You can be assured that you are providing a gift that will truly keep on giving and let your loved ones exercise their freedoms and rights safely and confidently. Visit klzradio.com slash franktown today to give the gift of freedom. That's klzradio.com slash franktown. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. Our voter's guide is there for we the people on the issues that's on your ballot. So be sure and check that out. And um, in studio with me is Juliana Day, and she is with Life Decisions Resource. And that's an app that people can get. Okay. And uh, Ted Misha. And Ted, we were talking about the Black Robe Regiment, and I found it. It was Peter Mullenberg. And uh, this is from teachinghistory.org. It's perhaps the most iconic figure associated with the Black Robe Regiment. A Virginia minister, Mullenberg accepted a commission to lead a regiment of the Continental Army. And an anecdote uh, from the 18th century biography depicted Mullenberg preaching to his congregation in his clerical robes, only to strip them off and reveal his military uniform underneath, which was a dramatic appeal for men to join the patriot, uh, patriot struggle. And additionally, it said that uh, the Black Robe Regiment was also that so many pastors were preaching about liberty from the pulpit. 
and uh, we are seeing many pastors and priests that stay away from these important issues. And I think that's one of the reasons that America has gotten to the point. And I think that uh, your point, we it had eluded both of us during the break, but you had said that the Continental Army, that the Patriots were standing up against the most powerful military in the world, and they should have lost, but they didn't. Yeah, they had no chance at all of winning. They were going, I mean, 70 men against 700, and then later on, the, you know, the, the huge army that the British had that came to bear, and they knew that they couldn't win. There was no chance that they could win, and they took a stand anyway because they knew they had God's hand on their shoulder that they were walking God's path. And so for that reason, that they could win, provided that they stayed on God, God's path. And it's no different today. The things that we see and the things that seem impossible to us, if we have God on, on our path, we can win, provided we stay on his path as we're moving forward. Well, uh, absolutely. And people ask me, it's, it's daunting. When we look at what is happening from a public policy standpoint, uh, from the very... Uh, top from from the the presidential office here in America it's daunting these policies what's coming down and and uh, Juliana it's it's unbelievable that abortion has become this this issue again and uh, when the Supreme Court said this is a state's issue which I think is right but yet uh, there the Democrats the radical and the Democrat Party has been taken over by radical activists this is not the Democrat Party of JFK. But what do they got? They got abortion and that's that's about it. I, I guess climate change is the other thing. What's your thoughts? Well, um, it's just uh, very sad that they have gravitated towards these radical positions and uh, this ideology. But I just I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, uh, when it comes to churches, because I think the role of churches and pastors is so critical just to give the moral direction mm-hmm. to society. So um, I remembered, and I wanted uh, the listeners to know this, because uh, during Prop 115, uh, as Ted was addressing, that some of the pastors were concerned about their status as a nonprofit, and uh, well, 501c3. And uh, so during Prop 115, I partnered with uh, one attorney, and I purposely, when I was you know, having these conversations with pastors, we, um, we addressed that issue. And we wanted pastors to feel confident that if they want to talk about the issue of abortion, and if something were to happen, this attorney will just offer her services for free just to, to defend them. But, um, and even that, many times they didn't discuss that. So um, uh, I think um, it's, it's so critical, especially when we're dealing with, uh, with children. We're dealing with babies. And when I the think... The most vulnerable. The most vulnerable, yeah. So and they don't have a voice. That's why we must be a voice for them. Yeah, and the abortion industry, um, they have uh, lie and uh, with have deceptive messages too. They, they're, some, they're making profits out of them, the suffering of women. Mm-hmm. So that's what is uh, so important for all of us and uh, to get involved, especially for Christians just to shed light to the world of um, uh, these issues and uh, do it from the standpoint of love and compassion like Christ did. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
And it just when I hear the stories of uh, the Black Regiment, what an inspiring story just to learn about U.S. history. Mm-hmm. It's just so sad that we don't hear that uh, or learn in the schools. In public schools, unfortunately, they have become centers of indoctrination and mm-hmm. hypersexualization. So those are the important issues that affect our communities so much that especially pastors should address. And uh, Juliana, I had a question. In the last segment, you had mentioned something about abortion connected to sex trafficking. And I, I made a notice, like, I, I need to ask you about that. How does that connect it? Well, um, the reality is that with the passing of the RIA law, that is the Reproductive Health Equity Act, since it's totally unprecedented. And that is the, the late-term abortion law. Yes. Yeah, okay. Unfortunately, yeah. That's the law that was passed back in April. And I was standing there at uh, um, outside the governor's mansion when the Governor Polis signed the law. And right now, unrestricted abortion is in the statutes. And that, that in that Colorado, law, in Colorado, and is the most radical abortion law that you can find, not just uh, in our country, but in the entire world. So uh, the abortion industry is an industry that is totally unregulated. Every time we try to pass any kind of regulation or even just data to protect women, mm-hmm. that uh, the legislature uh, turned it, no, voted down. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that. Um, Right now, in relation to sex trafficking, and I remember clearly about this because when we testified against the real law, there was this, um, the head of this organization, I'm trying to remember the name right now, but as she deals with sex trafficking uh, of minors, and she was pretty much begging that, uh, that the committee not to support the RIA bill because it was leaving the doors open for sex trafficking of little children. Why? Because uh, it, um, Unfortunately, the uh, parental notification that it was in the statutes mm-hmm. in Colorado mm-hmm. will, will be taken away. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was making a point, even if you support this law, please make an amendment to the real law, including parental notification. But mm-hmm. even that, Planned Parenthood was testifying that it wasn't necessary. So right now, the doors are completely open. If a minor wants to have an abortion, there's no parental notification at all. Mm-hmm. So that's why it, uh, a PM can bring mm-hmm. a child got it, to got have it, an it, abortion. And that's, that, that's, what, uh, yeah, that's the relation with sex okay. trafficking of children. And that is one of the reasons, just connecting another dot, that I am so concerned. And there's two right now in Cherry Creek School Districts, these um, school-based health clinics. I think they're yeah. a terrible idea terrible idea on that. Uh, Ted, uh, we're going to do call-ins, and you could, both can stay for call-ins, right? And people yeah. comment. Um, I, had a, I had something I wanted to say really quick. Yeah. With regards to the churches. So we also noticed that th- throughout the, the Prop 115 campaign that, that churches that closed and churches that did not talk about what was happening in the world 
were churches that lost numbers to their congregations. Mm -hmm. And those that stayed open during the COVID and those that did talk about what was happening in the the political world, they doubled and tripled in size, Mm -hmm. many, many churches in that respect. Mm -hmm. So it really shows that it's it's not something that the the pastors need to fear to talk about it. And then in in speaking with um, Tim Barton, Tim and his father, David Barton, came to Colorado. They were touring the state and talking about uh, the churches and, and politics and so forth. And they put some numbers, some statistics up there. And I believe it was that 20 years ago, the 85% of people in the country were Christian. And now there's only 65, roughly 65%. So a dramatic drop over the last 20 years in the number of Christians. And the polling stated that the reason why people were leaving the church is because the churches, the, the pastors, were not talking about current events and how it relates to what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And again, those churches that do do those things, their congregations grew. Right, and I've seen that. Uh, I've I've been attending a church where uh, the priests have been bold in speaking truth. And, oh, my gosh, the, people are hungry for that. They are. They are really oh, hungry absolutely. for that. Can I add something that uh, this is for my personal experience? I remember the first time that uh, I invited my dad to a Christian church. And uh, this is in Peru. And he was fascinated because of one single issue. He was telling me, this is the first time that a pastor actually uses the Bible and addresses some of the, the regular issues that we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So that is very attractive. People are hungry, like you were saying, for people to just, for the pastors to give that direction. And just the, Exactly. Truth. And Truth that's and the main thing. Yeah. Because when, the, you know, the, the Bible is such an incredible book. And uh, we can use the, the, the morality of the Bible to apply to the different issues mm-hmm. that we are facing right mm-hmm. now. And that's the part that my dad was just so fascinated and mm-hmm. said, wow, that's exactly what I was dealing with, but I didn't know how to mm-hmm. know, handle the situation. Mm-hmm. But when a pastor is using the Bible, because mm-hmm. that, that's the business of a pastor, mm-hmm. just to is, uh, spread the, the word, mm-hmm. the, the gospel, and tell the truth about God's love. Well, and and the, the Bible, somebody said to me, it's this story from beginning to end, because you, I, 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 you can get into Leviticus and some of that, and it's mm-hmm. like, ugh. But it's, it, it's a, a whole story. It's a story about God wanting to have a relationship with man, with mankind. And uh, I, I jokingly say that, uh, you know, the law didn't work with Moses and, and God saying, don't make me come down there. Don't make me come down there. And finally he did and went to the cross and was resurrected to overcome sin and death for each and every one of us because each and every one of us need it. So let's go to break. In studio with me is Juliana Day and Ted Misha. Phone lines are uh, lighting up, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. Two things this weekend, 145 out at the USMC Memorial uh, at 6th and Colfax. There will be a uh, Veterans Day event. It's supposed to be a nice sunny day. And then that evening up in Loveland, uh, Solomon Martinez is organizing the Marine Ball up there. And uh, you can get more information by calling Solomon at 970-214-5260. We'll be right back with Juliana Day, Ted Misha, and we'll take your calls. Stay tuned. Every family needs a health care team that has your child's best interest as the priority, and Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all of the benefits that come with a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. 
For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. Abortion rights across the country are under attack. Is it really, though? Abortion is not a right. Abortion is not care. God created life and has intended for us to begin our life in the womb. Life is a protected right, and the purpose of government is to protect all lives. We cannot create a new right meant to end a life. They can't dictate what rights we deserve. That's not how America works. We must have the right to govern ourselves according to God. We need to keep God on top. We need to vote smart, vote Republican, vote for Maria Fernandez for State House District 3. She will fight for your right to stay free and protect our children. Paid for and approved by Marla Fernandez Campaign. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website, Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. We have our voter's guide at uh, KimMunson.com. And thank you to all of you who support us. And be sure, and when you're doing business, do business with these great sponsors of mine. Because it's because of your your uh, um, support out there, as well as the sponsors that were on the air. So be sure and do that. In studio with me is Juliana Day. And uh, Ted Misha, we've been talking about the role of churches. Ted, you made just a point during the break that we're going to have to do another show on regarding government and charities. But just very quickly share that thought. Yeah, so it it used to be, um, like in the early 1900s and before, that the churches took care of all the charities across the country, Mm -hmm. no matter what what the issue was, whether it's, you know, the poor or the homeless or drug use or all that stuff. They were out there helping out. And then the government said, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. It's all free. You know, of course, it's not free. It's their tax money. But uh, the government took it over. And once the government took it over, the churches didn't want to get involved anymore. And now we see what we see today with all the homeless. Well, and uh, yes, once government gets involved uh, and subsidizes something like that to solve a problem, there's going to be more of it. So let's see. We have our phone lines are lighting up. Casper Stockham, first of all, welcome to the show. What's on your radar? Hey, Kim. Thanks for letting me on. Hey, um so many topics to talk about, but I wanted to uh, highlight an event that's happening uh, in here in a few, in, um, on Wednesday evening. It's a history-making event that Heidi and Danny are going to be uh, putting on. It's a Black Voices for Heidi and Danny meet and greet and Q&A. And this is something that has really never happened in the Republican Party here in Colorado. Um, actually reaching out to the Black community and saying, hey, look, we have a plan it's a workable plan, and if you elect us, we will implement it immediately. And I'm really excited about this event. It's going to be at 6 p.m. on Wednesday, the 2nd of November. Okay, great. How can people get more information about that, Casper? They can go to HeidiForGov.com and just click on events, and you'll see it on the uh, November the 2nd, HeidiForGov.com, and click on events. And before I leave, I just wanted to say that your um, voter guide is indispensable during election time. I always download it, and I always use it when I'm, when I'm looking at these issues to figure out 
how I should go. Well, thanks, Casper. And I know that you are a critical free thinker, so uh, it's a resource. Uh, people may not agree on all the issues, but we want it to be a good resource, and I appreciate uh, you using that. Thanks, Ca- uh, Casper. You're welcome. It's a great resource. Okay. And and again, you uh, HeidiForGovernor.com, you can get the information that uh, Casper was just talking about. Johnny in Denver, you're next up. What's on your radar? Yeah. And I'll, I'll definitely be at that event. I already signed up. Um, I was looking at, the, like, okay. Did I lose you? Okay. Steve, I think I lost Johnny in Denver. So we, oh. hang on. Okay. Uh, so so we'll be back to Johnny in Denver in just a minute. Steve's working frantically uh, on the phone lines there. Okay. Johnny, are you there? Yes. Okay. I lost you for a minute, so continue on. Okay. Um, I, I, in the 80s, I went to the Pentecostal churches, and they were all about, you know, the, the miracles and stuff like that. And then later on, you found out that a lot of those guys were just more talk than everything else. And then I switched over to the Adventists because I, I love the, the philosophy, the, the vegetarian stuff. And, I, and during this pandemic, I, I saw even them, even though they said, well, you know, eat, you know, eat more. They could, they could have said, eat more veggies and, and fruits that will help you. But I didn't, it was almost like that word wasn't even getting out. And, and they had compromise within the church saying, hey, it doesn't really matter if you eat vegetarian or not. And, and of course, I don't force this on other people like Polar saying, you know, meat all day or whatever. <laughs> That's, this is my thing. This is what I do. Um, but I, I was just surprised that, that the Adventist churches that talked about, you know, being a vegetarian, they were even slack on that. And that the, the word of just healthy uh, living and, and, and hiking, which they did a lot of hiking, they weren't pushing that. And I'm thinking, was it just the news media covering that up or just, just something I noticed yeah. with, with churches? Yeah, that it, being yeah it's, it's, it is so interesting as we look in the rearview mirror. Johnny, you're, you, have, uh, you walk the talk. You're running for uh, State House. Uh, how can people get more information? Yes, uh, Johnny, for Colorado House District 5.com. And uh, we're, we're definitely in it to win it. And uh, I just appreciate your show. And I even downloaded, I'm telling my Democratic family, download Kim's <laughs> guide because they, they're definitely in the dark. Okay. Well, thank you, Johnny. And I hope, hopefully, it's a thoughtful resource for them. So, Johnny, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Marianne in Wheatland. Marianne in Wheatland, what's on your radar? Hi, good morning, Kim. There's not another country in the world that has such lenient abortion laws as the United States, except for China. And And I heard North Korea as well, but I guess they're kind of the same. Those are the ones, and we're in line with them. Give me a break. The other thing is, I moved up here a year ago. I've been Catholic all my life. The the, uh, man who's a priest wasn't here. He was in Vietnam visiting his family. He returned after a couple months. The very first sermon he put out to the congregation was, don't be a Republican, don't be a Democrat, just be a good Catholic and everything will be fine. So I've had an ongoing writing (laughs) kind of battle with him, sending him our Constitution and our Bill of Rights, and, you know, you are in America right now. We do have 
certain laws and rights as citizens. And so it's uh, in this little town of Wheatland. Unbelievable. Well, and that is, uh, and this is not a Democrat or Republican issues. These are American issues. And Marianne and Wheatland, I tell you, when I drive across the Colorado-Wyoming border, I get to Wyoming and it seems like I smell freedom. (laughs) You've got that correct. Thanks so much, Kim. You bet. Paula in Denver, what's on your radar? I'm jumping over here too quick. It takes us just a little. So, Paula in Denver, what's on your radar? Good morning, Uh, judges. Judges, the question on judges, I don't have answers for you yet. I'm working on that. So stay tuned. Uh, I just, everybody's been asking on that. And Paula, we didn't have the bandwidth to do it this year, but next year we're going to do better. Go ahead. Speaking of Harmonic Gate, I actually have some information for your callers, and a lot of it probably much to provide now. But you indicated that you had somebody that you spoke to in one of the commissions. You know, whether what type of commission it was, was it Judicial Discipline Commission, or which one was it? I'm not sure. Paula, you know what? We've got a bad connection. Can I ask a favor? Because we're getting um, low on time. Is there a chance that you could call in tomorrow during our call-in? Because I want to hear every word. It sounds really important. Is that a possibility? Sure. Have a good day. That would be great. And, uh, Steve, hopefully you can get Paula's number because I want to make sure she calls in tomorrow because it sounded to me like it was very important what she had to say. Mark and Black Forest, what's on your radar? Good morning. Uh, There was a Johnson Amendment that kind of uh, intimidated pastors, and I think President Trump uh, got rid of that Johnson Amendment. And I was wondering if we need, if your guest knows more about that and if, uh, if I'm correct, do we need to do more work in informing all pastors that uh, they don't need to be so intimidated on their uh, 501c status? Mark, uh, excellent point. Um, I know a little bit about the Johnson Amendment. Uh, do you know anything about it, Ted, at all? Just a little bit, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it was uh, created by Lyndon B. Johnson, and uh, and it was basically what we have now that created the 501c3 status. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it states the specifics about what pastors can or cannot say uh, with regards to the church. Uh, so basically, they can't uh, give money directly to candidates, and they can't. And the church itself can't endorse candidates. But that doesn't mean the pastor, as an individual, he can endorse uh-huh. if he wants to. So, uh, Mark, great point. Thank you so much, Mark and Black Forest. I think that it is evident I have the smartest listeners in Colorado, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I, I think Trump did uh, try to get rid of it. And then somebody just recently said that Biden tried to put it back in place. But my understanding is when Lyndon Johnson was running for Senate, pastors were uh, from the pulpit encouraging people not to vote for him. Uh, I guess he was running for re-election, and so he got through this um, Johnson Amendment that tried to shut down their voices through this 501c3 status. That's right. The pastors gave up their freedom of speech when they when they accept a 501c3 status. Yes. And so we I need to change that. So. Absolutely. And, uh, and I think it's... Um, I would just encourage pastors, if they are listening, 
to be bold and they have uh, a strong voice in the community and what I have noticed uh, recently is that more and more pastors are taking a strong stand about these critical issues and their churches are growing oh yeah absolutely those churches are growing mm-hmm. Juliana Day thank you so much for being here and again uh, that app how can people find it yes uh, you can download it and go to Apple or Google if you have an Android Life Decisions Resource app or check out check out my website lifedecisions.me M-E. and uh, yeah I would love to have your support it's just so important for us and if, you, if there's any group that I would like for us to have a presentation I go everywhere I in know, the state I know you do so Juliana Day thanks Thank so much you. for being here Ted Misha thanks so much for being here my pleasure and our quote for the end of the show is from Will Dur- Durant, Durant and he says a great civilization is not conquered from without until it has destroyed itself from within The essential causes of Rome's decline lay in her people, her morals, her class struggle, her failing trade, her bureaucratic despotism, her stifling taxes, and her consuming wars. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America.